0: Welcome to MVP Podcast, I'm Kenneth McKenzie and today we are with our fierce girls, Ashley and Fatima and Sarah Anderson from education support officer health and wellbeing at dundee city council today we're going to be kind of having all things discussion about your Girls and find out about the project and find out about what they're up to and looking really forward to it and I'm going to hand over to my colleague
1: hi I'm uh, Angela McDonald from MVP program at education scotland um and as kind of said really looking forward to hearing from Ashley and Fatima about the fantastic work they've been doing campaigning around um, sexual harassment and and uh, safety for, for women and girls. So, great to have you here today.
0: I'm just wondering, could you tell us a wee bit about the Earth your Girls Project and why it's needed?
2: Uh, yeah, so, it's mainly to tackle, like, sexual harassment in young girls. Well, not young girls, but young adults, almost. Yeah. Um, and to try and raise awareness about toxic relationships with their peers and with their families and with the people around them to try and avoid sexual harassment and we're trying to open up conversations with adults the stigma and make it more normal to talk about these.
0: So we're just thinking what prompted you as individuals to become involved in with the project?
2: Yeah I've
3: seen like all the news stories um, on things and it's just like really heartbreaking just to see how normalized the idea of like toxic relationships and sexual harassment is. And I feel, like, really passionately about the cause and about, like, starting open and honest conversations about healthy relationships. Um, and I want to be able to sort of challenge the stigma and start conversations in educational settings um, because, through my own experience, it's not something that's usually talked about. Yeah. Mm. And when
1: you say stigma, what's the stigma around, do you think around these issues and the conversations
3: I think often people don't really know how to start this conversation and they're scared or worried they might say the wrong thing or upset someone further yeah so I think it's just important to like sort of remove these barriers and encourage everyone that like it's okay and it's okay to make mistakes and like like we all learn from mistakes as
1: well
0: yeah absolutely
1: that's such an important message, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's it's how you can, you know, being there for somebody and offering support for somebody and it doesn't need to be perfect. But if somebody knows that you're there for them and they're getting help, then that's really important. So that's that's a really important message, I think.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I suppose that kind of falls on to the next bit because you've produced a toolkit for uh, young people, parents and professionals. Why do you think that uh, these things are important to have?
2: I think it's important because um, it's quite, it can be quite difficult for adults to start these conversations. Mm-hmm. They might feel awkward about this topic that they're talking about or they might not have all that much to do with their child's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but these toolkits are really to get this conversation rolling and provide a safe space and tips for how to get information out of kids to make sure that they're safe without pressuring them or making them feel unsafe
0: and did you just have a did you have an input into toolkit
2: yeah we did we helped come up with some of the questions and a lot of the tips for how to create a welcoming space for them
0: yeah I the tips actually I was having a look at them so it's quite interesting so it's definitely something that I'll be thinking about as well move, moving on as a parent because <laughs> I've got two, <laughs> two little boys so it's one of the things that'll be coming up shortly probably have mm-hmm. conversations like that so yeah no I think it's I think it's a really useful piece of work that you've done so thank you very much for doing that thank you what kind what kind of response have you had since you've launched it then
2: um, from what we've seen, well, from what I've seen on Twitter and things like after we released it and launched it, um, it seems wholly positive. I don't think I saw yeah. a single negative comment, mm. um, which was really great to see because this thing deserves a lot of positivity mm-hmm. um, and like, the, the, better, the better people receive it, the better it'll go down in yeah. the future with conversations. Definitely. I think
3: um, just to add to that, the night of the campaign launch, I think after it, I was scrolling through Twitter in tears um, because the comments people had left were just so lovely. Like mm-hmm. even people like I've never met or never spoken to. And it was just like, it was just such a positive environment. Um, yeah. And it was just so nice to see like everyone sort of coming together for the cause. um, And even now when I'm doing work in school and things, um, it's so lovely to hear like, staff being open to everything and going out oh, of their way to help
0: us that's, that's great and honestly it's it's a really powerful piece of work that you've done Angela, sorry can I can cut in there, sorry
1: No it's fine, I was just going to say that that must be nice to have that positivity when the, the topic itself and the work mm-hmm. you've done is being produced because of you know, harmful. And you mentioned about kind of toxic relationships and difficult experiences and abusive experiences young women have had. And then to have that really positive response um, must have been nice to see um, that there is such support out there for tackling these issues. Yeah, it is amazing.
2: Really gave me hope for the future of
1: this Mm -hmm. project. Yep. yeah and that's really important isn't it and the work that we do at mvp mm. is about um you know really promoting those healthy relationships and we can have healthy relationships mm-hmm. and you know we can have good positive well-being and hope that we can make a difference in what we do in, in programs like um or fierce girls and mvp so i think that's a really important word hope yeah
0: yeah and, and I suppose obviously just because it's the topic that you do discuss it can you can have some people kind of coming back at you saying oh and we've seen that in some of the cases around kind of Sarah Everard and all that kind of stuff just wondering have you had any challenges for you either individually or as a group speaking out about sexual harassment and safety of young women? Personally I haven't yet but
2: because of all the comments after Sarah Everard and mm-hmm. all the protests and things, I was quite worried about it Right. because I wasn't sure how it was going to go down. So far it's been amazing mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful for that but I'm still, I've still got that little bit in the back of my head wondering if people are going to bring yeah. me down for it or say horrible things because they can, because mm-hmm. they don't understand. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I um, just to add to that, at uh, the start of the campaign, um I was certainly like not worried, but I think um I obviously have my sort of Southeast Asian culture and it's not usually a subject you talk about. Like, Uh you know, sexual harassment is there, you know it exists, you know it's wrong. But it's never something we would go out of our way to speak about. And I've always been someone who will like speak loud and speak out when I feel strongly about something. Yeah. But in the back of my mind I was kind of thinking oh, my God, like, what might people say? Like, I don't want
2: mm-hmm. people
3: to bring me down, just like Ashley was saying. Um, yeah. But now I'm a lot more comfortable and the response from everyone has just been amazing.
0: That's, been, that's great to hear. Can that I,
4: sounds can like, I, like do I, it's... Do jump in? Do you mind if I oh, in Yeah, absolutely. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, girls, I know it's your platform. Go for um, it. it. But I think that one of the really important things about this campaign is how positive it is um mm-hmm. it's not about i guess pointing the finger and it's it's about starting these conversations and and doing it in a really positive supportive way and i think that should really be helped when it's come to the response that it's had and um, and certainly across the media the girls have been very modest but <laughs> across the media then um, our, our young women have been very popular and yep. uh you know they've, they've been invited onto various podcasts and um Been interviewed on the radio and the television Mm -hmm. and in newspapers and all of that media coverage, which can sometimes be a bit of a worry because Mm -hmm. um, when you're doing a campaign around sexual harassment in schools, we don't want it to be interpreted that it's because there's a massive issue, particularly in our schools. We want people to know that we're being proactive and are, are doing something really positive in Dundee um so so that's all been amazing but i think one of the most important things about the campaign and one of the reasons why so many people are interested in it is because the young women have have really led and and um delivered the the whole campaign um, i think because it's in the voice of our young women that's what's making a difference it's not people like me <laughs> um <laughs> saying what you should and shouldn't do and yeah. taking a bunch of statistics and moving on from there. It's the its the experience of our young women and the messages are coming from them. And I think that that's really, really important that we listen to our young people and we learn from them. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, it's been so positively received across the board.
1: And if you had... Um similar kind of responses Ashley and Fatima from other young women that, that have maybe come up to you afterwards or contacted you have they felt that you know that's been quite you know a positive thing for them to hear those messages and in the positivity of the campaign?
2: I have yeah I went to go and promote the campaign at another school in Dundee mm. and there was first start there was way more people at the meeting than i expected them to be <laughs> <laughs> so that was amazing in itself but i had a couple of people come up to me afterwards um saying how good it is and how much they want to be a part of it and when i was speaking i saw a lot of people nodding really intently which yeah. maybe not as bearable praise but to me it's they get it yeah. they understand yeah. and they they like what we're doing and that mm-hmm. was enough that was enough for me yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and, and we know from Lots of the evidence that we've seen coming out over the last couple of years, just what a huge issue it is for young women in our society, um, sexual harassment. So, um, uh, you know, it's no surprise, I guess, that there was lots of nodding heads because you've obviously touched on something <laughs> yeah. that, that people have, you know, feel that they can connect with and they've got experience of. And I'm sure, um, you know, you having the courage to speak out and be part of this campaign it will really help other people feel they can do the same, hopefully
2: yeah i would agree and as unfortunate as it is this is a fear and something that all girls and well most people face so knowing that they had the chance to have a voice in it mm-hmm. in themselves i think was a very really important to a lot of people as well yeah
1: definitely yeah. important and and that you know obviously how how important do you then think young women's voices are in these conversations? Um, I mean, obviously you, you do because of what you've done yourself. Um, do you think there's enough being done for us to hear, you know, the voices of of young women in these issues and, and you know young women who are maybe survivors as well of of um, harassment? Do you think we're doing enough to kind of really listen and really hear what they need and what they want?
3: I would say yes, and no, I think recently mm. just social media and things a lot is being done to amplify the voices of young women,
1: mm. but
3: more still like needs to be done, and it needs to be a constant and not just something we explore every time there's like a horrific yep. story in the paper mm. mm-hmm. um I think we are like we are the next generation we are the future Um so we should have a voice behind like the world we want to live in mm-hmm. and the world we want to see we should be the sort of voice behind all of this change so i'm always going to say that like we need to raise these sort of voices higher if you know what i mean
0: yeah absolutely
2: i would agree this can't be something that we just pick up and drop it as we see fit and as the trend when it's trendy. Mm-hmm. Um, like people need to be able to speak about this all the time to minimize the chances of it happening in the first place.
0: Preach, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I think it's brilliant what you're saying. I, I, I totally agree with you, and I, I think that's one thing for MVP as well is that we've gained a lot of new skills over the last kind of six months, and it's really good that. People are starting to see this isn't just a kind of pick up and use it as a one-time thing. It's like a long term mm. investment. We're trying to change kind of culture and ethos. And exactly what you're saying there, it's not just a trend because something's happened. It's something that we need to be kind of promoting all the time and really having a conversation. So no, preach away. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I know it's your your toolkit you've got you know that there's kind of one for young people one for parents and one for, for professionals um, and part of the reason as we said in the beginning we're doing the podcast is that professionals have said to us there's various issues that they feel that they need kind of more information about or they're like you said they're not feeling as confident speaking about and how to offer support Um, so there'll be lots of, like, teachers and pastoral staff um, and youth workers kind of listening to this podcast. Um, So what do you think, in terms of schools, what do you think can maybe schools be doing differently or better in terms of responding to sexual harassment, um, both in terms of support and young people who maybe come forward and have had that experience, but also in terms of prevention as well? That's quite a long question, I know, sorry. (laughs)
2: I would say that it's easier said than done but mm-hmm. if, put your nerves at the door because the people that are coming to you for help, they need you and they need you to be strong for them. So if you can, just try and be as calm as you possibly can when speaking to them and be there for them. Mm-hmm. And just Because a lot of teachers I think freak out when they hear the word sexual harassment mm-hmm. and they think it's going to come back on them in some way but Sometimes somebody just needs to speak, and oh. the best thing you can do is listen. Yeah,
1: that's, I would say that's that. important. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> no, and you go. Sorry. Um. Yeah,
3: I would say that there needs to be an emphasis on safe spaces for young people. So, like, I know I could go to this teacher, or I know I could go hear what I want to talk about something, and I know that that teacher will listen to me and will help me. And in terms of prevention as well, I just think that there needs to be more education on consent and on healthy relationships. And I know that we did touch on it a bit in SE, but particularly in the last 10 or so years, um, we've obviously, social media has become a lot more popular. And I think that needs to be added in because we don't really look at the effects of social media as much as
1: we perhaps should yeah and i see you you're in your the toolkit you talk about you know using media and films to to talk about healthy and unhealthy relationships because um, that's the way young people might be seeing lots of examples around them as, as well as in, in their day-to-day lives but on mm-hmm. on social media and on media so it's a good tool to use isn't it to yeah. start these conversations? and i know when things that like love island and stuff had been on mm-hmm. there's lots of conversations start which is really great you know yeah. um that, that people are having those those uh, conversations about it I, i'm really interested in your kind of safe. You talked about safe spaces mm-hmm. um that's really interesting. So can you tell say a wee bit more about what what that would look like within a school or where you know, what that would be?
3: Yeah. So actually this campaign, like when it sort of hitting the schools, um this is an idea we've sort of got where staff would get some sort of training and then they'd be presented with maybe like a badge or like a mask or a sign on the door, um, with our sort of campaign logo. Mm-hmm. So people know that like this is a safe space for them. And it doesn't have to physically be, like, like a space, like a room in the school mm-hmm. you can go to. It could just be a person. So yeah, you know yeah. that, like, when you have any issues regarding relationships, it doesn't just have to be sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't mean just, but, you know what I mean? I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could go there and you could talk to someone and you could sort of feel safe and be like you really can open up. Because I think that's, that's just...
1: Part of the battle, isn't it? Uh I love that idea of of a safe space, not actually necessarily having to be a physical. Because I think the first thing when when you said that initially, I'm thinking, oh, and you know, a comfortable room in the school somewhere. But actually, you know, reality is we couldn't man a room in a school all the time. You know, for people just to to kind of be there. So the idea of that safe space being a person who understands has had a wee bit of kind of training her background so they can kind of you know um be able to talk about it is, is really interesting mm-hmm. what would be your and this maybe is maybe some of what you've all already spoke about will will be in this but if, what would be the main things that you would like to see change in this whole kind of arena of sexual harassment and with you know promoting healthy relationships what would kind of be your wish list and the things you'd most like to see a change in
2: i'd like to see a change in attitude from both the people that tend to do it and the people who tend to receive the harassment because the people who are harassed tend to be so scared that they don't feel like they can speak out, they think that it's their fault, that whatever happened has happened, that they could, they should have done something to stop it. And that's not the case. And they should never feel that that's the case. They deserve to feel that they are worthy and that they are loved and that what has happened, whatever has happened, is not because of them. But also on the other side, they, people that are harassing people, they need to know what harassment is because I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that everybody knows that what they're doing is harassment. Mm -hmm. so they don't believe they're doing anything wrong so they won't change what they're doing Mm. so that's what I'd like to see change I'd like to see people understand harassment more and I'd like to see the people who are being harassed love themselves a bit more
1: and so am I taking from that that you you're kind of seeing that some of the you know behaviors that we would consider harassing um that they're maybe so normalized that people don't even think of them as anything wrong
2: yeah, I would. I think there's a lot of things people just do without thinking because I've seen their parents, mm-hmm. it's a generational mm-hmm. thing, but it's just, it's not okay anymore in this day and age.
1: so important about young people who've experienced harassment um, not blaming themselves. Yeah. That's a really strong message that we need to get across more, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I think it really is.
1: We kind we of, uh, the MVP programme talks quite a lot to the staff in the in the training about um victim blaming and that being you know quite a a prominent issue you know in gender-based violence um so i think i think it's a, a fantastic point you've made about um you know trying to how do we do that how do we help young people who've experienced sexual harassment to feel okay about coming forward to feel valued and that they are worthy of getting support and help
2: i guess just without saying directly just make them aware that anything that has happened is okay to talk about and that they don't have to be scared of how people will receive it Mm -hmm. um and just if people talk about things like this in general people will know Mm. that they can speak about it to them if that makes any sort of sense yeah yeah yeah. Mm um it doesn't have to be like a sit down conversation this is what we're talking about Mm -hmm. it can just be in conversation touching on something like this and how it's wrong because if somebody knows that you're okay to speak about it in general they'll be more likely to come to you if something was to happen
1: yeah and so why it's so important in our yeah no it does and why it's so important in our schools that we then we do allow these conversations to be had in general so that if then at some point a young person in the school has experienced something and needs support that they think actually it's okay for me to be talking yeah. about this in, in yeah, school. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's great, really important. Anything else you want You would want to add around that? About anything else you think, you, you know, changes you'd like to see so this? The attitude one's a really big one, isn't it? Um, and probably the most difficult thing to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's the,
3: that's the biggest ask. Anything else? Just um, an yeah. increase in support services for those mm. who have experienced it. it. Because, you know, like, once it's happened, where, where do you go? How do you sort of get over that? How do yeah. you, like, work through it? And, and I, I think, think that's really important. And we do have some, like, pretty great organisations. Um, but I think there just needs to be a sort of increase and that yeah. to help people and to help people sort of overcome it yeah
1: absolutely and what we'll do at the end of this podcast is um name a list of some of those organizations yeah. that anyone who's listening um can go to if they need support or advice um so they're aware of, of what's out there just now you i've, I've done, i'm not sure um if it was yourself ashley or fatima who said you you had some knowledge of MVP and it was in your school is that is it
2: yeah that was me oh. Ashley
1: do you have you experienced having a lesson or seen any of the mentors in your class or anything
2: I haven't personally because the way it worked out it was a choice between that or a UCAS class and because I'm applying ah. to university I've yeah. doing that but a lot of my peers who are not one of the student, uh, university have been going to that class mm-hmm. and they get taught a lot about I think it's like domestic violence and things yep mm-hmm. the things I know about it I only know from what they've said in passing but from what I hear it's really good it's a really good program
1: good that's good I'm, I'm glad it's kind of still running in your school it's really positive to yeah. hear and um, maybe it's a, it's a good time to kind of bring Sarah in and just ask about um you know or Fierce Skills campaign um, that's run in Dundee and MVP is one of the programmes that's um, supporting the kind of wider violence against women and girls um, and equally safe um, strategy within um, Scottish schools and Scottish mm-hmm. education. So how do you see all those things linking together, Sarah, in terms of the bigger picture?
4: Yeah, I mean, like you say, they are all really essential parts of the big picture. I think in terms of MVP in Dundee it's very much because it's very much focused on that peer education approach and it's our young people leading that learning in school and about that culture and ethos change it fits really well particularly with the Urfear Skills work because the Urfear Skills work it, it, it was always intended to be a campaign mm. firstly to raise awareness and to develop um, our conversation starter toolkits which have a, a are being used in schools and promoted in schools but have a much wider audience um, and also about the safe spaces in schools and as has already spoken about Morgan is doing um, a pilot for us over the next six months um, to look at making that support much more visible in schools mm. so I think when we have an MVP school and we have all fierce girls working together we know that that the culture and the ethos in an MVP school should be um, different and it indeed is different. So that support would be much more accessible in an MVP school anyway, I think. So it, it's possibly an easier link to make, mm-hmm. but in schools that aren't involved with MVP, it's, it's a way to raise awareness and to make the support more visible and to start those conversations. So I think because of because of the the wider campaign that OEFIR Skills is is really trying to achieve, it works really well with um, with MVP in schools. Um, yeah. I've yeah. had some conversations around um, equally safe in schools
1: mm-hmm.
4: with colleagues, and again, I think that that because because of the way that OEFIR Skills is developing in Dundee, so. Whilst Fatima and Ashley have been part of our original group, as we move forward with the campaign in Dundee, we have two other schools on board who are going to have wider fierce girls groups within school mm-hmm. and then representatives from those groups onto the, the, city, the city group that, that Fatima and um, Olivia and Megan and Ashley are, are all a part of but these groups in schools will almost be that that consultation group and that that youth yep. voice group um to help steer the direction of um equally safe in schools as well so i think that you know with a bit of careful planning and mm. um knowing what's out there and knowing the different whilst within the same um under the same umbrella if you like um Quite, quite different functions of these these three different aspects of of reducing violence against women and girls in schools and um, I think that they can all really work well together and mm-hmm. indeed
1: support one another that that's great Sarah thank you and I, I think um, practitioners listening to this from from schools around the country will be really interested in what you yeah, did in dundee and, and how all those different aspects can come together so um i'm sure we'll come back to you in the future to hear more about how that's developing thank you so um ashley and fatima what what's next for the two of you in the Our fierce girls campaign over the next couple of months
2: um i think branching out to new people as sarah said to Uh, recruit some new people and get some more voices in here because it's not just about the six of us everybody else Mm -hmm. deserves Mm -hmm. voice too Um, and there's the 16 days of activism coming up soon which I think we'll be very much involved with.
1: Great so we'll keep a lookout for that because we'll be kind of active on social media in those times as well so um, that'll be really great to see. Um, and both of you just uh, planning to continue to be involved and keep doing the good work?
2: Oh, yeah, they're not going to get rid of me yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <absolutely.
0: laughs>
2: Fatima, uh, you're doing some of skills work in school today as
4: well,
1: aren't you?
3: Yeah,
4: at uh, um, 11 o'clock. I've got a, a wee group today.
3: It's very exciting.
1: <laughs> Great. It sounds like you—it's yeah. it's giving the two of you some amazing opportunities to get involved in different things around the club, podcasts, and media. And what's that been like?
2: It's been I've great. really enjoyed it, especially uh, since I want to be a journalist. Seeing a lot yeah. of this from the other yep. side of it, it's been yep. really great for me, and I've gotten so much more confident than I ever before. That's exactly okay. what I was going to say.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have imagined doing any of the sort of stuff we've done in the I, past
2: yeah i'm it's so much happier amazing. with where i am in life right now
1: yeah oh that's, lovely, to right, that's lovely yeah yeah because you you need to get something out of you know the great work you're doing as well and those kind of skills and those experiences mm-hmm. i'll stand you in good stead no matter what you do in your mm-hmm. life so that's really positive and that's something we hear from our our mentors who run the mvp program in our schools the senior pupils that do it um it's those kind of you know the skills of talking to people and confidence and just their whole kind of personal development they always feel has been a really positive experience so that's really good um is there anything you girls would, would would like to add that we haven't asked you about that you feel would be a really important message or point that you'd like to make to people listening to the podcast? I
2: guess just that anybody that wants to be involved or see anything that we're doing, please join us. Um Michael, <laughs> please
1: <laughs> so where do they find out about you? Where would they need to go? Um there's a
2: website, Sarah, am I right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can download our, our um, conversation starter toolkits yeah. on the YWCA website because this is a partnership project between Dundee City Council and the NSPCC and YWCA, the yep. Young Women's Movement. So and we up. have um, a website or uh, uh, part of, of the website on the YWCA uh, just under Our Fear Skills and there you will find our resources and um, you will also find some blogs from our, our girls as well mm-hmm. and um, we have a link on the to the toolkits on the
1: Dundee's
4: violence against women partnership website as well.
1: Okay. Great we'll make sure that yep. we put out links for that I mean I know okay. I was at your launch um, this summer and it was fantastic and we tweeted about that at the time but we'll we'll make sure we share your links so that everyone in our schools around the country can see the fantastic work in the toolkit um and you know people might well be in touch with you so um that that would be (laughs) great that would
2: be fantastic sounds amazing yeah thank you
1: want to say thank you so much for your time because I know what my daughter's in sixth year I know it's busy and you know there's lots of things going on friends jobs school work and obviously you're like at the forefront of doing amazing campaign work on top of all of that so thanks for spending an hour with us today we really appreciate it and I know that the practitioners that we work with are going to love hearing about what you've done and it'll really help enhance uh, the mvp work that we do around sexual yeah. harassment as well so it all fits together really nice so thank you so much for your time today um, thank you and yeah thanks no, for making very,
3: the time Not no yet. no it's been
1: really great yeah. and um good, good luck with your mm-hmm. um at post school studies and opportunities and uh, yeah have a great time
2: Thank you so much, thank
1: you. OK, thank you.